0: be with you, and with your spirit, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to the In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields, and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth Peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, you know, this Midnight Mass, um, the theme that uh, runs so, so powerfully throughout, from first to last, is uh, government. Yeah, you know that's is <laughs> it a dirty word? Yeah, to begin the to begin the uh, homily here, government. Who wants anything to do with this? Um, we hear in Isaiah, right? On on his shoulder, dominion rests. The government shall be on his shoulder. Shall rest on his shoulder. Yeah, this, and, well, I mean, for one, look at those little shoulders, you know, I mean, the government is going to rest on his little shoulders, okay, yeah, but we know that he's going to shoulder the burden, and uh, we know that uh, his, his strong arm uh, will prevail, um, but here, yes, on his shoulder, um, dominion rests, and that that is the good news of this night, in fact, You know, it's the good news that that allows us to have on in the church the lights at full blast because we are the people who stand in recognition already of what the, uh, the world will one day also recognize. And that is the dominion of Christ Jesus, his rule, his reign, here and now. And so we're up before the sun, as it were, on the, on the thing. And, uh, and it's ours to, uh, not to diminish the light of, of the night, but in fact to be a light shining in darkness. And we see very, uh, a very different view of, of kingship, um, really two views of kingship emerging from our, from our gospel reading, uh, that of Caesar Augustus and, and that of God, right? Caesar is the one who's going to enroll the entire world, right? There's going to be a, a survey, and everyone going to his town. We've got to be properly numbered and and accounted for. Right? People have to be properly distributed. If this, isn't, if this isn't the early origins of bureaucracy, I don't know. I don't know what is. And um, and instead, you know, what do we have of of Caesar Augustus in you know competing in his world for, for the rights to uh, to rule from sea to sea. Uh, we have Jesus entering the world, as it were, surreptitiously, right? Not, hardly, him, hardly himself being counted, let alone uh, doing the counting. And yet when we look at the, uh, the government of, of Caesar, when we look at the rule of, of power and force, uh, the ever-present uh, threat of death, uh, we can be thankful that, uh, that our Lord comes with, with a power of a different source, uh, different means, and a different end, a different goal, a different target, because the, the authority of God comes about by the renewal of human lives, and somehow in the, in the great scheme or plan of God, uh, that renewal rec- necessitated him to be born of a virgin, to be born in a manger, and to embrace uh, the poverty whole and entire of the human condition in order to raise it, give it life and strength from without. In fact, in that same reading from from Isaiah that talks about the dominion of the the world uh, being on his shoulder, the government resting on his shoulder, uh, we see also that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish it. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish it. And how is, how is it that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish the restoration of the entire world? It's by the renewal of human hearts and lives. Yeah, it's by people set, set free from their own, say, self-willed, uh, self-determined reality, living for God and his, and his kingship, praising the Lord of hosts with everything they've got so as to have hearts that are prepared to pour themselves out in his service. Right? It's worship and witness. So as to say, you know, what, what good is the brightness of, of this night? Right? What, what good is you know, lighting the church up at midnight if we're not going to take the light of the altar, the light of the world, the true light of the world, out into the streets yeah, to bring light and life and love to every corner of God's creation. And the good news is, my friends, that, that we get to. The good news is that God is accomplishing His plan. And He is calling us uh, to be part of the advancing of His rule, His dominion, and His rule of, of mercy and grace, wherever it is we are. And one of my, one of my reflections this, uh, this Advent has been God's love of poverty. Yeah? And, and as I say that, I think all of us probably should shrink back a little bit. Because you know? <laughs> I think, I, I would hope anyway, that we recognize we're not terribly poor. You know? We're not terribly poor. At least in the ways of the world. But how, how are we doing in the things that matter most to God? Right? We, we're all at least in part impoverished, and the beauty of the night of Christ's birth is not only that he does not disdain human poverty, but that he embraces it whole and entire, and that it's human poverty we see on every page of the scripture that best advances the rule of God, the best advances the coming of his kingdom, and so it's ours, again, the good news tonight is to, is to embrace our own poverty, our own lack, our own helplessness, especially in the face of, of the many wickedness and evils that we've suffered today. To embrace our own poverty and pain, right? our own inability to rise to the challenge, and to know that we are a people also in need of renewal. And that renewal is going to come by our submitting ourselves to the king on whose shoulder dominion rests. He He is king and lord. We are not, thank God. He is king and lord. And by loving him, by praising him, by worshiping him, with everything we've got, we will find the freedom of the children of God, such that we'll be liberated for God and his purposes, and even, especially in our poverty, Uh, we too will be part of the advancing of God's plan, of his kingdom coming to life on earth as it is in heaven.